Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Millennial Girl Way, the show that highlights real millennial women doing the damn thing by turning their dreams into reality. I'm your co-host, Shay Harkness. And I'm your co-host, Bray Creech. And we are back to you with another reflection episode. Um, I know that last time we checked in with you guys, we gave details about our home ownership process, all the needs to know, pain points, learning lessons, and just, you know, little tips that we think women should know. You know, it's all about bossing up and being your own independent woman. Um, This is 2021. And, you know, we just want to raise the vibration of life shift our paradigms exactly um so we told you guys that we would get a little bit more into you know our own reflection of the the experience after closing and you know once we actually got into the homes and all that came along with that so we just gonna hop right into it um before we do though make sure that you like subscribe comment and review our podcast through any of your listening platforms um apple spotify if you're on google if you're on our own website please make sure that you hit the subscribe button and that you like and share we appreciate you guys for listening so going straight into it um bray how do you feel you know how did you feel before you went through the home ownership process? And now how do you feel after you have accomplished your major goal? Before anxious, you know, um, it was a lofty goal that I set for myself. And I told myself I wanted to do it this year um, by the end of the summer. So I was really <laughs> stern with myself for no other reason other than I just wanted to get it done. Um, but I would say beforehand, I was anxious, but I was also ready mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was just ready to one, move out of my parents' house. That was the number one thing. Mm -hmm. But then two, you know, make, make something of what I've been preparing. You know, I, like I had mentioned in our last home episode is that, you know, I had started my process from the you know, when I started paying my student loans, which was like right out of college. So for those four or five years, that was always a goal of mine, you know, was to purchase my home. So I had finally gotten to the point where I was just ready. You know, I was ready to to take that leap and to really be serious about, you know, purchasing my first home. Um, And starting what I saw was the first step into the, my, my wealth journey. Um, and, you know, my wealth journey as a woman, you know, I felt grown, you know, I feel grown. Um, and there was this huge goal. And I was like, you know what, I need to do this. Like, I need to do it now. Um, and then looking back, you know, now I feel blessed. I feel like I it's still I still walk around my place like, damn, I know. Right. <laughs> I definitely did this. Like this shit is mine. That deed has my name. Um, of course there's bills now that have my name, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even with all the bills that come, um, I definitely feel just happy, happy, you know, proud of myself. Um, 
and just very thankful, honestly, that I was able to do this during a year where, you know, it was a very trying year. Yeah, it was a lot going on. So, um, yeah, definitely. I feel I feel good. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> what about you? So I feel like, you know, I was going through the process at a very interesting moment in my life, Mm -hmm. um, in my personal life, a lot was going on. So I just felt overwhelmed Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that there was, I was going through a transition period. So for you guys, you know, I, I also had moved back with my parents, um, for the last two years. So once I, you know, graduated school, I did move to Baltimore and then I moved to, you know, a city right outside of Baltimore. And, you know, I was living um, by myself, you know, paying rent, whatever. And then when my parents moved back to the DMV area, I said, hey, you know what? I'm sick of paying rent. There's an opportunity for me to not. So I moved back with them. Um, But, you know, once I started the process, just a lot was going on at that time. So I was overwhelmed. I knew that things were changing and that, you know, there was this transition going on. And I kind of felt like home ownership was always my goal, but it was at a point where it was like, oh, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Like I need to be moving out and, you know, all these things are happening. So I think overwhelmed um, was the feeling before and anxious. I think, you know, it was, I was also learning at the same time. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like it seems like a lot is going on. Um, And then afterwards, I felt relieved, you know, like, and relieved and elated, like, oh, wow. Like, oh, the process is finally done. And then like, wow, you know, just elated (laughs) that um, in the short time period, I was able to, learn and accomplish you know mm-hmm. um yeah. that's how I felt and I I resonate with your feelings of like sometimes being in the house and be like wow <laughs> like this is like I really did this you know mm-hmm. um by myself like that's crazy I never thought that I would or whatever um especially during you know the time of the pandemic and all, all of that together you guys is just like wow like yeah. that's how it feels um so yeah (laughs) yeah and and I want to you know take that a step beyond um you know when I'm looking around I'm like oh wow you know crazy that I did this I also feel like you know I owe it to myself to celebrate it because I haven't (laughs) you know I don't think either one of us has right well what do you mean by celebrate it like actually celebrate myself like do something for it you know yeah I don't know yeah I don't feel like I ever really take the time to I don't know if this has to do with the episode but I don't think I ever really take the time to like celebrate myself like I didn't do like a whole celebration outside of just you know going out with like family or whatever Mm -hmm. but I didn't like throw anything or even just I don't know I feel like I didn't post it or anything I don't really you know, celebrate myself. But I feel like that's something that maybe we should start doing. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I also think that it depends on what you need, right? Like what, 
for every accomplishment, I feel like the way that you celebrate, it definitely varies, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, if that's like having something, then, you know, you have something or maybe it's just, you know, some people like get themselves a gift. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Buy yourself your own housewarming gift. Like, you know, so I think it depends. Um, But yeah, I think me having like people over here for New Year's was like my first time where I was like, ah, like I can have something in my house and it's, Mm. you know, done by me. And I also feel like, you know, I did learn a lot about myself during the process that, Mm -hmm. you know, when I really, really get passionate about something, like anything can happen. You know, I devote 110% of my time to that, to accomplishing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to do what it takes to accomplish it. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah. I I learned a few things. I think that was definitely something for me too. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's the short time frame that really proved to the both of us that, you know, if, if you want something, um, you got to go out and get it. Um, for me, you know, this process definitely, I would not by any means say that it was smooth. Um, but what this, this entire process, I mean, from the first looking to me actually moving in, I learned that the people that are in your life, when you're going through something as transformational as purchasing your first home, they matter. Mm -hmm. The people who you bring in to help you matter. And I was revealed people who I did not want (laughs) in my space and people who I felt like, you know, it, it really opened my eyes to future me and what I knew that I needed in order to accomplish more goals as big as this. Um, you know, one of, although my, my experience was a roller coaster, some of my best moments happened with my realtor. Um, you know, my realtor, I found him off the cuff online, literally, you know, you have to like put in your phone number just to view <laughs> a website. It was one of those kind of things. Wow. Um, cause remember I'm from New York. So every, you know, I had a realtor in New York, but nobody in Jersey, Um, And so I just randomly did that because I wanted to see the houses they had on their site. And, you know, he actually called me and I answered and we had a really great conversation. And, you know, he offered to show me around Jersey first to kind of get my vibe. And from that first day that I talked to him on the phone, he was amazing. You know, he always was looking out for me and just always so helpful and you know, he was just such a nice person, um, you know, always used to bring me treats and just, you know, it was, an, it was an enjoyable experience. And, you know, he really showed me like, I was happy that I had someone like him on my team to make the, the, the process that less stressful than what it could have been. And then I had people who are also on my side who weren't doing things that I wanted them to do and when I wanted them to do it and harder to work with. Um, and it caused me a lot of headaches, you know, and honestly, you know, I cry during this process. Like I've felt really left down by certain people during the process. So I learned about myself that one, I take support really seriously. Um, and that 
I'm going to get shit done regardless of who's on my team, but it is important to me who is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it just made me look out for like my future goals and how I want to conduct them and understanding like if someone isn't a good fit, they're not a good fit. And it's better for me to get rid of them sooner rather than later, because my energy is really tied. When I, when I allow people to enter my space of like trying to accomplish my goals, I really learned that like, it's actually a really personal process for me. Um, and I care about who's involved and not just that I care, but it matters because it, you know, my energy and how I go about my goal shifts and changes based on the people who are around me and their energy um so you know I I definitely realize that like you know I could set some lofty goals but I do have to be mindful of who I allow in that space because um while they may not be able to stop my goals um you know it could be really not an enjoyable experience (laughs) that Um, is so real oh my gosh girl like you know you don't want to look back and have this amazing accomplishment but look back at the road that you know you took to get here and it be nothing but turmoil and you know sad and and hard hardship and um one thing I appreciate is that like Shay and I went through this process together so if we have nothing we had each other to talk to about what was going on like we were both learning and in the process and it almost was like no one else could understand what we were going through um so it was nice to be able to have like someone right there with like girl guess what my broker did today or (laughs) guess who's late on this or you know just vent (laughs) but and and that even proved to me again I need certain people around me when I'm trying to accomplish lofty goals and who those people are it makes a difference in my success I really think so I honestly don't think I would have been able to get through it uh, without you being there too, to, to like talk to, or like just, we oh would have went crazy. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we always, had, we had a lot of shit happen. We did. We did. And so indifferent stuff, yes. but yeah, I feel like, you know, it makes a difference. <laughs> it definitely makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And then it also taught me, um, even just outside of like who you have on your team yeah just I feel like a lot of things happen during that summer as well just in life you know relationships as well and so that also taught me a lot about um just who you have in your energy in general like I felt like a lot of things you know came together or broke down depending on you know who it was and what the situation was um and it was a really enlightening time in my life. And I also feel like, you know, I'm very, very connected to who's around me. And so overall, I've I've learned how to, I think the most important thing that I've learned is how to manage my expectations. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I mean, that's the only way that I could sum it up. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I have oftentimes had very high expectations of whether it's, you know, just the situation or people or, you know, shit, the team, whoever. 
very high expectations. And over time, I've learned that, you know, you have to manage those. You know, you have to understand that not everyone sees or believes things the way you do. You know, they don't see it or um, they don't experience life the same way that you do. And that's fine. So manage your expectation of what someone else's perception is or, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll leave you you'll have less moments of feeling disappointed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you start to feel disappointed, that's a very, you know, sad feeling to have, you know, whether you're disappointed in yourself or someone else. So I definitely, oh, girl, I agree with that one because <laughs> this is not, you know, forget the home. This is just in life in general. In general, yeah. Definitely when I lowered my expectations for certain things or, you know, became more of a realist with people, Um and what people, what I wanted people to give me versus what I know that they could only offer me. Um, I was left, I didn't, I wasn't being put in situations where I wasn't happy right. <laughs> as often um, or disappointed as often. Right. So that's definitely a biggie. Um, what would you say is like your biggest takeaway from this whole process? My biggest takeaway from this process is that no time will ever seem like the right time and that you might as well get started on whatever you want in life in the moment. You know, I think that's my biggest takeaway because there were a lot of things that happened that made me feel like, oh, like maybe this isn't like the right time to do this, even though this has been a goal of mine. Um, And, you know, maybe I should just wait. And then when I would talk to certain people, I mean, I remember my mom, we had a conversation and she was like, Shay, I don't know what you're talking about. Like nothing is never going to seem like the right time. There's always, you're always going to be waiting for a shoe to drop, but you've said that you wanted to lead this certain lifestyle and that you wanted to do these certain things. So why don't you just stick to your word and see it through? Um, And I think, you know, that is definitely something that I've carried forward with me from from that experience to this year. You know, there are a lot of things that I felt like, you know, I've been sitting on and that I've been wanting to do, but I've just been, you know, shying away from it, you know, sitting on the bench and, you know, watching everybody else. But it's like, Shay, it's time to get off the bench, you know, and really get in the game. And so I think that's the biggest takeaway um, from from this process. Like, you know, whatever it is that that you want to do, don't wait. <laughs> because we actually have been waiting to do this for a couple of years now. So <laughs> we got it done. We got it done. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest takeaway? Um, I think my biggest takeaway was that I'm stronger than I think. Um, you know, I think like, like I was saying before, you know, it was definitely an emotional experience um, and something that, you know, I had on my goals list for, you know, at least two years now at this point. Um, but all in all, you know, sitting here, you know, recording this in my own office, like, I just realized that, like, I sell myself short sometimes, you know, and 
seeing how much I was able to accomplish and, and do it in a way that, you know, what seems, you know, aside from everything that, ha- that actually happened, um, you know, we made it here, you know, we made it here. And I think that that's something to be really proud of. You know, this is one of the biggest goals that I've accomplished within the last few years. Um, and it, it really reminded me that like, sometimes I sleep on myself, <laughs> You know, and whether that be fear of failing or, you know, just lack of motivation or just not thinking that I can handle the responsibility of taking on something new. I feel like doing this and going through this process, I hit all those marks. (laughs) You know, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to complete this in the timeline that I wanted. Um, You know, I was hesitant about, you know, breaking out of my comfort zone and moving to Jersey. Mind you, New York and Jersey are like on the border. Like I said, I'm 15 minutes out of New York, but Shay remembers. I was like, oh my God, it's Jersey. Mm -hmm. You know, me deciding to, all of my friends and my family are in New York. So, you know, making that leap and deciding like, you know what, I'm just going to do what's best for me. I can't worry about like oh where are my friends gonna be and and things like that so you know and just being here and you know spending the time by myself like I just really like looked myself in the mirror and was like damn like I knew that I could you know I was gonna be able to accomplish big things but isn't when you actually do it um I just I was impressed you know I was impressed with myself and um I think it like re-inspired me to be serious about life (laughs) and about goals um because I do feel like I was kind of coasting for a while and that honestly was the reason why I took on this goal as being like it has to happen this year Mm -hmm. and I was like damn like I haven't done anything monumental in a really long time um and so I kind of took this under my wing as being like my main focus and you know, I just realized like I didn't have to put in as much effort as I may have convinced myself that I would have needed to, you know, all those years ago. Um, But really, I think that's just a testament to like what you can handle and, you know, me kind of selling myself short for probably too long. Um, So yeah, I've, I feel empowered. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's important for us women to feel that way so i just say never sell your short yourself short ladies like yeah ever and don't allow anyone to categorize you or put you in a box Mm -hmm. period period poo (laughs) um so you know now it's like we're in these homes (laughs) now we've got bills (laughs) and a tear rolls down my eye um, you know, we wanted to, we didn't want to stop this, you know, um, reflection with you guys at just getting the home, right? Because there's a lot in the aftermath. Um, you know, once you sign those papers and it's officially yours and you have the keys, um, you know, there's these new bills that you have, your new expenses, um, you know, what, will your finances look from here on out? Um, So with saying that, um, you know, I think for for both of us, 
because this is our first, these are our first homes. Um, we both took on new expenses and, and new priorities. Um, me, like I said, I never lived anywhere after college. Um, I live with my parents. So, you know, I didn't pay for cable, right. Internet, Mm -hmm. um, the light bill, utilities, we were talking about homeowners and homeowners insurance, um, homeowners association dues and fees. Um, yeah, which I have a pain point with that right now. <laughs> Girl, there's a lot, there's a lot that comes in, um, afterwards. And, you know, we kind of, we kind of discussed in the last episode that like, these are the things that you should be thinking about anyway, before you set your price, um, you don't want things like internet and light. Those are all requirements. You're going to need like some internet and you're like lights in your home. Um, So those are expenses that are not going to be factored in when you're getting your mortgage, but like you're not going to be able to avoid them um, at all. At all. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, certain things you should already have an idea of what the expense Mm -hmm. would be, right? You know, you should know what your mortgage is. You should know what your homeowner's insurance is Mm -hmm. you should know what your um homeowners association fees are those are the general things that you will know when you sign on the dotted line at the very least Mm -hmm. um and not just your mortgage your interest as well so all of that should you should know all of that um what you probably will need to factor in after you sign the dotted line (laughs) Or even before, you know, look up, you know, what your utilities, your average utilities are in that area. So that can be water, gas, electric, you know, all of that. Um, Kind of, at least I did, like budget it out per month. And I budgeted by what what I expect the highest number could be based on me as, you know, a person or two people living in a home. Right. So what do you expect the highest um, cost would be per month for each of those utilities? Put that in your budget. Um, Again, you would need home Internet, home security. Um, Those are usually all the home bills wrapped up in one. Um, You know, maybe if you have some, you know, extra expenses here and there, um, you know, that's on you. But those are the main things that will be wrapped into your monthly expense. What I did and what Bray did as well, we set up like different accounts for all of the home, um, all of the home fees for the month. So all of the home expenses. Yeah. Um, You know, I set up like a different bank account to make sure that, you know, that account is connected to everything that I have to pay for the home. Mm-hmm. every month um because for me it's just a little bit easier to you know track my budget that way um and then I have my you know main account for all of my miscellaneous expenses mm-hmm. your bills are priority mm-hmm. so by parsing out the accounts you can ensure that you know you you're have you have enough to fund your bills keep your light on to keep your gas and your water running to keep <laughs> <laughs> your, your livelihood roof over your head yes <laughs> right and, and everything else you know for is for play play and you can um adjust accordingly and figure out how much you want to save but you'll probably make and like Shay said if you do estimating you'll probably make like I had a preliminary budget <clears throat> and like financial plan so this was like 
around when I was closing. And then once you're in your space for like a month or two and now you have all of your bills, you can create another plan um, to reflect that, right? So now once you know how much it's going to cost you to do internet or once you know your HOAs, now you can actually make, um, you know, a, a clearer plan and, you know, a, a savings budget if, if that's the case. Um, but, you know, I think for the both of us, like we, buying a home, one thing it didn't do is change how how much importance we put on like having a financial plan. Um, it, it honestly made it that much more important because now we have like some big expenses yeah. um, and some big bills coming in. So, you know, the name of the game is like, you don't want to stop here, right? Like now you got your home, what's next? <laughs> what, how are you, how do you plan to manage it. I think anyone who goes through the process and successfully purchases a home has some sort of financial plan in place. So all you need to do is now revamp and update. Um, so it shouldn't be, you know, too much of a burden to um, create a financial plan um, that encompasses your, your new lifestyle. <laughs> right. And then you should still have the amount that you're targeting to, yeah. you know, save per month. What I will say, make sure you have that budget for uh, furniture and furniture setup, um, things like blinds, decorative items. Like, have that budget, guys. Now, you might blow past your budget, but don't go overboard. Um, I think I had a budget. I went past the budget. Um, but disclosure though, Shay, me, though. <laughs> disclosure Shay and I were those type of people where we were not comfortable with an empty house um so you like not everybody sits and like furnishes their home when they first get into it not everybody is like able to do that um but we were very adamant about we needed our homes to feel like a home. I think a lot of that has to do with us being by ourselves too. Like, well, damn, I'm not going to have no roommate. I at least need to have like some furniture mm. <laughs> um, around the house. But add an extra 5%. When you're working out your numbers, just add 5%. You, you already got the, <laughs> the five for the closing, five for deposit. Like just add another five for furniture because it's expensive. It's very expensive very expensive get your registry up and running so that the day that you close you can blast that baby out <laughs> people can come and you know give you them gifts mm-hmm. i think a good thing though was um i never anything that i have in this house though i didn't pay for, for full price for yeah. nothing i did a lot of bargain shopping and that really really helped save a lot of money yeah. so do that as well. <laughs> yeah, you should, guys. You should always be looking out for sales, like mm-hmm. always. Um, and you know, lastly, just to kind of wrap up this reflection, the big question is, what's next? What's next for um, us on this home owner journey? The the next step and what I'm really looking forward to mm-hmm. is to be able to expand and invest in other yes. properties. Mm-hmm. Like 
that is a dream of mine now that I kind of have gone through the process and, you know, understand a little bit more about the terminology and just overall what what the real estate market is. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I am, and we plan to yeah. expand into investing. And I know that process is like a little bit different, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's the the next step in, you know, um, homes in real estate in general, because I feel like there's a lot of opportunity there and it, it's not rocket science. You know, I think, you know, you go in, you have your, your, uh, your metrics, your, your budget, you understand what the values are and what you can get out of the property. And, um, you know, you can really do a lot with that. Yeah. Um, and my own personal home, I think is just more so just growing into it. I, like I keep saying, I've never felt more grown in my life, mm-hmm. um, continuing to make it more of a home and just really enjoy myself. I've never, uh, lived alone before. So, you know, that's something new for me mm-hmm. and I feel really free. Yeah. <laughs> so. I agree. I agree. I think this whole, this process definitely showed me like how to leverage my own money. Mm-hmm. And so definitely looking forward to the future. Um, you know, this, this is definitely not the last stop on the home um, purchasing journey. You know, I, I see more property in the future um, and more growth and, and really making my money work for me you know because when I sit back and think about like what I put in versus you know what I own it gives you ideas it gives you ideas about what you can do mm-hmm. and how you can make more money so you know trying to build bridge you know close that gap that wealth gap um and build wealth for like my future family and you know I, I think that it's we're not gonna end this I think that you know a part of this is like you know being two young black single women right doing this it also changed my perspective on finding a partner um oh my gosh and my outlook on that in relationships and you know one of the the big things Shay and I (laughs) used to talk about is like now we got grown women problems. So, you know, our, the caliber of men that we're even considering has changed completely just because of this new step. So I guess what I'm saying is like, what's next is just growth. Like I, I feel like every time you accomplish something huge, you, you do like a reevaluation. So it's just crazy. Like this is the home purchasing process, but you know, we have not only transformed the way that we look at our finances and like how we can leverage our money, but then on the more personal side, you know, just what, type of people are we going to allow in this new found space and aura and you know what what we think of as you know what we think of ourselves as being homeowners and how that changes the standards that we've set for other people you know very interesting but yes because 
you know, because I feel so grown and because, you know, mm-hmm. when you prove to yourself that you can do certain things, yeah. I feel like you also want someone who can match that same energy mm-hmm. or level up your energy. Um, and I think that in this in this point in my life, I completely agree. I'm looking for, um, you know, someone who I feel like I can learn from, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like what used to be okay when I was 21 mm-hmm. is definitely different than, you know, what I'm looking for now as a 26, 27 year old woman. Like, you know, I did, I feel like I was still a kid at 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my problems and my worries at 21 could not top my, my problems and my worries at this age. Like, yeah, very different very very different atmospheres the price just went up (laughs) (laughs) period Period. (laughs) oh my gosh thank you ladies for joining us that pretty much wraps up this reflection episode and our home buying series um if you guys want more of this we can definitely give you more um just don't forget to rate and comment and send us a note about how you feel about our show we are committed to providing you ladies with the content that you want um but we thank you so much for tuning in with us and we can't wait to talk to you guys soon bye ladies bye